Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork. For today's episode, I will be sharing an excerpt from one of my books called You Got This, An Action Plan to Calm Fear, Anxiety, Worry, and Stress. With all the disturbing current events we're facing, people all around the world are experiencing overwhelmingly high levels of stress right now. I feel strongly about the need to help empower people to be resilient and able to handle their problems. You Got This is a thoroughly researched, easy-to-read, well-designed action plan to calm feelings of fear, anxiety, worry, and stress with a wide variety of proven cognitive behavioral therapy techniques that empower people to regain a sense of peace and control in their lives. You Got This will show you how to decrease stressors, increase coping skills, increase confidence, increase resilience, and find solutions to your problems. The book is available in paperback and ebook formats on Amazon. Today's excerpt highlights one of the many tools shared in the book. These tools are part of the section of the book called Daily Action Steps. If we want to make positive changes in our lives, then learning new information simply isn't enough. Change requires action. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but there is no other way. However, it doesn't have to be hard, overwhelming, or take a lot of time. Rather than expecting someone to completely overhaul their lives overnight, these action steps are broken down into small, bite-sized pieces that are simple and short so that they can be completed by real people who are living real lives. It's going to be okay. You got this. Today we're going to be talking about worrying about other people. We're always looking for ways that we can reduce worry, stress, fear, and anxiety. And today's objective is to see if we might be carrying any unnecessary burdens relating to other people. Remember that on a primal level, Fear-based emotions are intended to keep us safe by heightening awareness and improving performance. Sometimes we misinterpret this and conclude that the emotions of worry, fear, or anxiety are actually what is keeping us and our loved ones safe. If we worry hard enough, then surely the bad thing won't actually happen. Well, unfortunately, this simply isn't true. Some ways that we might carry the burdens of others is worrying about the people we care about. Parents are often guilty of this. On some level, they believe that if they worry enough about their children, then it will keep them safe. Even though chronic worry can cause a host of mental, emotional, and physical problems, a parent who believes that worrying will keep his or her children safe will not allow himself or herself to give up worrying. They do it because they are willing to sacrifice their own health and well-being to protect their children, and this often continues long after the children have grown to adulthood. Some people believe that worry, fear, and anxiety are expressions of love. If I care about someone, then I worry about them. Therefore, the more I worry, the greater my expression of love. Again, 
even though chronic worrying can ruin a person's life, they continue to do it because they are willing to sacrifice themselves for the people they love. Although these deep-seated beliefs have good and noble intentions, it doesn't actually work that way. Chronic worry, fear, and anxiety do not protect us or the people we care about. Instead, it harms us mentally, emotionally, and physically, and can actually damage our relationships with the people we care about. Some of you might be thinking, but I can't stop worrying. What if they make mistakes? What if they get hurt? What if, and fill in the blank. I can't guarantee that the what-ifs won't happen if you choose to let go of worry. But I can't guarantee that they won't happen when you're consumed with worry either. Life happens. And sometimes life is messy. But worrying about it does not make it better or easier. Let's discuss some alternate ways to show love and support for the people we care about. First of all, let's clarify a little more about what worrying is. Worry is concern coupled with fear. It is possible to care about someone and to be concerned about them without adding fear into the mix. We can be concerned about someone who is experiencing hardships, but add love and trust to that concern rather than fear. Trusting people to be able to make their own choices and to be able to handle their own problems empowers them. Worrying about people weakens them because it shows that you don't have confidence in their ability to cope. Trusting them shows that you believe in them. But what if it's hard, or they get hurt, or they make a mistake, or make a bad decision that leads to unpleasant consequences? Well, our loved ones will most likely face all kinds of challenges. That is a part of life. We all face challenges. But when that happens, we can have confidence that their experiences, whether good or bad, are perfect for them. I'm going to say that again. Our experiences are perfect for us. They are tailor-made to provide us with the experiences and lessons that we need to become our best selves. We learn strength, empathy, and wisdom from our mistakes. We don't always learn from our mistakes the first time, but then we tend to make the same mistake again until we do learn. Most of us are kinetic learners. We learn best by doing and experiencing things for ourselves. If we're smart, we can also learn from the mistakes of other people. Trust your loved ones to be able to handle their own problems. Trust that their experiences are perfect for them. Show that you believe in them and that you honor and respect their agency. Well, what if they come to you and expect you to solve their problems for them? Let them know that you love them and trust them to be able to solve their own problems. You might say something like, 
what are you going to do about it? Rather than immediately jumping in to provide solutions. Show them that you have confidence in them and that they are stronger than they realize. Loving someone does not mean that you are required to solve their problems for them. Loving someone does not mean that you need to remove their consequences either. That doesn't mean that we don't help and support them. It just means that we don't accept the responsibility for their problems. You are the star of your own life story, the center of your universe. But you only play a supporting role in the lives of other people. You carry the burden of responsibility for your own problems. But you don't need to carry the burden of someone else's. In fact, you really can't, even if you try. I understand that this is difficult for many people. I know people who want to show their love through their self-sacrifice, and they're used to playing the role of the martyr. They may prefer the feelings of suffering and self-sacrifice that go along with the perceived control of worrying. They may find those feelings and rewards more satisfying than the rewards of joy, peace, confidence, and contentment that accompany letting go and trusting people to make their own choices. And that's okay. I respect your agency. Whatever you choose will be perfect for you, and you are welcome to change your mind at any time. Today's action step is practicing an alternate response to worrying about the people we care about. It is a variation of the loving-kindness meditation that is part of the morning routine. Rather than sending worry out into the universe, we're going to send loving-kindness to someone we care about, and then to ourselves. To begin, sit upright in a comfortable chair with both feet flat on the floor and your hands resting gently in your lap. Close your eyes to minimize distractions and take a few deep belly breaths. Just relax and focus on the gentle sensation of breathing in and out. Now, I want you to pick an image of a person, just a mental image of someone you care about. It can be whoever you like, and just imagine that you're looking at that person. While you're focusing on that image, we're going to say a simple mantra, and I want you to imagine that you're saying it to that person. I care about you. I have confidence in you. I trust that you have the strength and wisdom to handle your challenges. I trust that your experiences will be perfect for you. I respect your agency, and I love you without reservation. May you be safe and happy. I care about you. I have confidence in you. I trust that you have the strength and wisdom to handle your challenges. I trust that your experiences 
will be perfect for you. I respect your agency and I love you without reservation. May you be safe and happy. I care about you. I have confidence in you. I trust that you have the strength and wisdom to handle your challenges. I trust that your experiences will be perfect for you. I respect your agency and I love you without reservation. May you be safe and happy. Now, I'd like you to change the image and I want you to imagine that you're looking into a mirror. So you're looking at yourself as you repeat this mantra. This is a message for you. I care about you. I have confidence in you. I trust that you have the strength and wisdom to handle your challenges. I trust that your experiences will be perfect for you. I respect your agency and I love you without reservation. May you be safe and happy. I care about you. I have confidence in you. I trust that you have the strength and wisdom to handle your challenges. I trust that your experiences will be perfect for you. I respect your agency and I love you without reservation. May you be safe and happy. I care about you. I have confidence in you. I trust that you have the strength and wisdom to handle your challenges. I trust that your experiences will be perfect for you. I respect your agency and I love you without reservation. May you be safe and happy. Now, bring your attention back to your breath. Take a few more deep breaths and then gently open your eyes. Another alternative to worrying is to create a visual shield around the people that you care about. Worrying is basically trying to protect our loved ones with our thoughts. Creating a virtual shield for your loved ones is the same principle, but without fostering fear or causing self-damage in the process. To begin, sit upright in a comfortable chair with both feet flat on the floor and your hands resting gently in your lap. Close your eyes to minimize distractions and take a few deep belly breaths. Just relax and focus on the gentle sensation of breathing in and out. Imagine, intend, and visualize creating a shield or force field that completely surrounds your loved ones. Be creative and specific in imagining what it looks like, what color it is, how it feels inside. Notice the quality of the light and any other specific details you can think of. Fill the space inside this shield or force field with love, confidence, hope, and peace. Imagine your loved one being enveloped with feelings of love and peace. Imagine that this shield 
is a protection for your loved one. They are safe. The shield is a filter, not a wall. Only those experiences that will be for your loved one's greater good can enter through this filter. Only those experiences that are perfect for them are allowed to enter. Everything is going to be okay. In the end, everything is going to be okay. Your loved one is surrounded and protected by love and empowered by your trust and confidence in him or her. Bring your attention back to your breath. Take a few more deep breaths and then gently open your eyes. I hope you have enjoyed this excerpt from my book, You Got This, An Action Plan to Calm Fear, Anxiety, Worry, and Stress. I feel strongly about the need to help empower people to be resilient and able to handle their problems, so I will continue sharing excerpts from the book in other episodes of Linda's Corner. In closing, I would like to share a quote from an official review from onlinebookclub.org. It says, Spreading the lessons over a 30-day period also relieved some pressure, as I knew I didn't have to get it right in one day. See you next time on Linda's Corner. Music